When it comes to budgeting, you have questions. And today, I'm giving you my answers. Hey there, and welcome to the Marshmallows and Money Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Zachariah. I'm a wife and mom of two, a personal finance educator, and a debt-free money-saving ninja. I'm here to help you navigate this world of money so you can afford the life you want. So I'm breaking down dense money topics and translating them into easy-to-digest action steps so you can easily implement them into your life right after every episode. Grab a coffee or beverage, and let's chat about money. In today's Q&A, I'm diving deep into some of the TikTok questions I've received over the last year. There are a lot of really great questions here and a lot of curiosity that gets sparked when you're starting a new budget. And today we're going to address those things so that you can leave this episode and take action right away. I am going to rephrase some of the questions so you can have a little bit more context since some of these happen to be on videos that I've created for budgeting. The first question is, why can't I have money left over in my budget for me at the end of the cycle? Why do we want it to say zero? This is talking about the idea of a zero-based budget. And the way that a zero-based budget works is you create a budget with your income for that cycle and you make sure that you direct every single dollar to a specific purpose. At the end of the budget cycle, your sections should all equal zero. If they do, then you've successfully directed every single dollar to a specific purpose. I really love this question because it also addresses the idea of paying yourself within your budget. Now, if you've been here a while and you've heard me talk about budgets, I always say that you should pay yourself first and you should prioritize yourself inside of your budget. The way that you can prioritize yourself inside of your budget are two ways. Number one, put money in savings and sinking funds that allow you to purchase and plan ahead for the things that you want the most out of life. Number two, create a section in your budget that allows for allowances or fun money. That section allows you to spend money on whatever you want, no questions asked, no shame, and no guilt. But you are putting a limit on that category, which means that you have allowed yourself to plan ahead. You can spend money on the things you love without breaking the budget in other categories. The next question is, where is social security and health insurance on your budget? And I love this question because it goes back to the basics. When you're creating a budget, you should be using your net income. That means after all of those types of expenses have been deducted from your paycheck. If you are paying out of pocket after your net income has arrived in your bank account, then absolutely include that as one of your bills. Next question. Where would I budget funds for travel and for sports for my kids? This is considered a lifestyle expense. So you can either put this in a sinking fund in your savings section, or you can put it in the lifestyle section. Depending on how often your kids are in sports throughout the year, you may want to create a specific fund in the sinking fund category and save every single month a small amount so that at the time that they need it, you have money saved up for it. You can also decide to put this in your living expenses section instead, which means you would do the same thing. You'd act as if it was a bill and you'd set aside that money every single month. As you can imagine, it would accumulate over time. So the best way to do this is to plan ahead of how much you're going to need and then split that up into 12 monthly increments 
or bi-weekly increments depending on when you get paid. I also got the question of where you can get a really good budget template. And if you didn't know, I actually have a budget template inside of my budget bundle, which is linked in the show notes if you need one. This is a printable version, so if you're like me and like to write down your budget, it would be perfect for you. It also is pre-organized for you and has all of the necessary sections that you need to have a successful budget. And inside the budget bundle, you also get guides and workbooks to help you create the budget that works best for you. You can learn more and find that budget bundle by clicking the link in the show notes. Next question, how do you live like that? What if you can't live off the number you gave yourself in the category of groceries, for instance? This is where adjusting and tweaking so that it fits your lifestyle is critical. As you create a budget, you'll realize that sometimes you have months where you go over in specific categories. There are two ways to fix this issue. First, you would need a buffer category. This is a category that gives you a financial cushion just in case you happen to overspend in one of your budget categories. Now, this is meant to be a one-off type of thing. So if it's a regular thing that's happening when you go over a specific budget category, then you may want to reassess and see why it is that you're going over every month. If it's a matter of increased prices, then you want to increase your budget category to reflect that. But if prices haven't really changed and your lifestyle hasn't really changed, then you may want to look at going back to the basics to figure out how you can save more money in that category. The idea here is to adjust and tweak as needed so that the budget serves you and your lifestyle and you don't feel deprived or feel restricted by your budget categories. Next question, what do you do with categories that vary like gifts? I have a gift category in my personal budget, and I will tell you that this is something that was really important for me to establish in order to save my budget from all of these events that I get invited to. I ended up creating a gift closet, and what I did to fund that gift closet was put in a category in the lifestyle expense section under gifts. I would set aside money every single month for that section, and as I found things on sale that were neutral enough for me to buy for special occasions, I would start building up my gift closet. You don't have to have a gift closet in order to save money, but it is a really good idea to have a gift category if you tend to spend a lot of money on gifts or you get invited to a lot of events. This will save your budget every time because you'll have money allotted specifically for this purpose. And that means you're planning ahead, which is a great thing for budgeting. This one is more of a comment, but I really want to address it here because I think it's really important. I never kept a budget. I just pay bills when they're due and try to hold money when I don't have bills. But my son always needs something. How many of us have felt this way? That something always comes up. You have your budget in your head and then something unexpected happens or your child needs something or your car breaks down or a million other things that can happen throughout your month that derail you. This is why a budget is so necessary. A budget isn't there to restrict your lifestyle or to say no to you. Actually, a budget is there to help you plan ahead. It takes away the anxiety and gives you peace of mind knowing that you have everything covered no matter what comes up in your month. You can plan ahead for things that your child may need or even just miscellaneous items. You can have a miscellaneous section inside of your budget. The idea of a budget is to give you more financial stability and security. 
not restrict your lifestyle. And I completely understand how this notion became a thing. I used to be one of those people that absolutely hated creating a budget. In fact, when my husband told me I should create a budget and we should have a household budget, my first answer was no. I work really hard for my money and I deserve to spend it. I don't want to feel restricted. And that mentality had us living paycheck to paycheck for many years and under piles of debt. So I can tell you I've been on both sides of this. And budgeting is so much easier when you're trying to control your spending, when you're trying to plan ahead, and when you're trying to live your best life with the money you currently have. That's what a budget does for you. It actually allows you to finally live the life you want without feeling anxiety or stress because you're not sure if you can afford it. You will absolutely know if you can afford the things you want to do because math doesn't lie. And it gives you the freedom to adjust and tweak as you find necessary based on your lifestyle. It also allows you to tackle those big things like paying off your debt so you're debt-free, saving for your dream home or your dream car, going on those family vacations every year. When I get questions like these, I absolutely love the curiosity that comes with understanding how to create a budget because that means you want to learn how to better your financial status. I want you to remember one thing. A budget is not for the poor. A budget is not for just people who struggle with money. A budget is for everyone. And believe it or not, the wealthy also use a budget. If they didn't, they wouldn't have all the wealth they currently have. They spent less than their means, they invested the rest, and they grew their wealth. And with that wealth, they were able to create passive income that allowed them to spend more money and have more time freedom and more freedom of choice. And I want that for you. So let's start small. Let's start with creating a budget. Now, if you want a deep dive into budgeting and a step-by-step of how to create your budget for the first time so that it works best and serves you, I have a budgeting workshop that would be perfect for you. It's a 60-minute budget workshop where you can take notes understand step-by-step how to create your budget, and you can leave the workshop with a clear definition of what your budget should look like, and you can start thriving with your money almost immediately. In the workshop, I show you step-by-step each section, what should be included, how to create your budget, also how to adjust and tweak for life's challenges. At the end of the workshop, you will have not only the clarity that you need, but specific action steps that you can take to make progress with your money so you can start thriving now. To learn more, make sure you go down to the show notes and click on the budget workshop. Remember, the people who achieve the most are the ones that plan ahead and create goals that they can take action on. If you enjoyed this Q&A episode, make sure you leave a review and follow me on Instagram so you can let me know if you have any other budgeting questions. I'll talk to you soon. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you leave a review, I'll love you forever. Remember, today is yours. So make it count. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.